Welcome to, well, that fucked me up. It really did. A podcast with Luke Coulson. And Kyle Wise. And each week we're going to be talking to real guests about their amazing, often traumatic, life-changing events. Focusing on stories of survival, hope, and overall triumph. Which is flipping awesome. Yeah. Because we're all about that. We're all about listening to people's stories about adversity and trauma and, and crazy stuff. I think there really is something for everybody. There's many, many topics, many, many guests, people that really have got through uh, some extraordinary things. Please share the love, share the show, get in touch, follow us, subscribe, click. We're trying to make it easy and open for people to discuss things that may normally feel tricky to do so. Um, We've been on an extraordinary journey and we're glad you can join us. Enjoy the show. Welcome to another episode of Well, That Fucked Me Up with your hosts, Luke Colson. And Kyle Wise. Hi, Kyle Wise. Hey, Luke Colson. What's going on? Not much. Just, uh, you know, at work. That sucks. In a parking garage. That sucks. <laughs> That's our, the, uh, the modern technology of our podcast has taken you all the way to a parking garage. So I love it. I'm glad that we're doing so well. Yeah. So to our listeners, this is the kickoff of season four of our podcast. What? Can you believe that shit? <laughs> it's amazing. We don't have a guest for you today, listeners. What we wanted to do is Kyle and I wanted to come on here and tell you how excited we are about our up-and-coming season. And we also wanted to thank you all for being such awesome listeners. Um, We've had 120 guests on our podcast so far, Kyle. That's incredible. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And 120 stories. 120 stories, and only two that we didn't end up putting to to air. (laughs) (laughs) and we laugh but it's true one because i think the lady was i feel like she might have been on something (laughs) but she um she started off perfectly nice and then i think she was just making up some stuff as she went along and then another chap do you remember and again we're not we're not we're not taking away from people's trauma by any means but there was a chap who came on, and listen, by the way, you're talking to two hardened alcoholics who came on to say that he was struggling with his drinking problem because he was drinking a couple of glasses of bourbon every Saturday. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah. And I, I wasn't there if we were being pranked or not. And now listen, for him, that might have been a drinking problem, but I think if there's a, you can look as many books as humanly possible and I'm not too sure anything's going to tell you that you've got a drinking problem if you're having a couple of sips of bourbon every Saturday. I'd say that quite bloody restrained, if you ask me. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wow, that, that seems lovely. <clears throat> right. If you're, if, you're, if you're pouring a bottle of bourbon on your cornflakes in the morning, then we can talk. We can mm-hmm. talk about it. Kyle, Kyle, Kyle by the way, Kyle, you're, when I said that, you were sort of looking up in the air as if to say, yeah, mm, that sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> so so we started our podcast from my walk-in wardrobe. Was it during COVID or before COVID? Or during during we, COVID. We, st- we did what every 
We did what every single person did in COVID and we started a podcast. <laughs> Why did we start a podcast, Kyle? Do you remember? I mean, you're the person I call when I'm like, the wheels are falling off and I'm like, I'm not okay. Yep. And we just were like, you know, other people have stories. Like yep. we laugh about them too. Like, yeah. Just the crazy shit we get ourselves into. Yeah. I think like you and I have had what we perceive to be quite traumatic experiences, right? <clears throat> you as a kid and then through life and then me yeah. as a kid and then through life. And I think what you and I found was that it was really easy. To, we found it easy to talk to each other about these things, right? Yeah. But I think we were very lucky in that sense. Like you for some reason may make it very easy for me to just come out and say, I feel like this today, or have you not, I'm not scared to ask you any stupid questions. Like, have you ever felt like this? Or have you ever thought about doing that? And you'll never judge and you'll never, well, sometimes we laugh because the questions are completely stupid, but do you know what I mean though? Like, I think a lot of people who are suffering with trauma or depression, or mental health, or physical health, are scared to talk about it, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I really do. And like, <clears throat> this is going to be, might be controversial, mm -hmm. but I think we've entered a place in our society where a lot of people don't give a shit about men's feelings. Mm. In my experience. And they're like, oh, you're a guy, suck it up. Yeah, and yes, life has been good. I acknowledge my privilege. Mm, but mm. like, just like everyone in mm. the world, mm. I think we have, our feelings are valid. Yep. And yep. I don't know, you, pro you provided a safe space for that too because, you know, I, I think one of the worst things possible is to be misunderstood mm. for feeling not okay i think you're quite right in that firstly i don't think that is controversial i think like everyone's trauma is valid and every human is entitled to be traumatized or to be offended or to be sad or to be depressed or to have mental health issues right every human right. so just because you are perceived to be a strong male often you know we read that guys in their late 40s and and then into their 50s, that's the highest suicide rate in the world. Yeah. Right? Dudes. Dudes. And often, we know about that because there's been quite a few celebrity suicides. And there's this perception that a dude is fine. Right? Yeah. And I think it's really, really important. I spent 40 years of my life from my first memory, which is when I was 10, because I can't remember anything before that, because God only fucking knows what happened to me, but I still haven't figured it out. <laughs> 40 years of my life. Well, f no, f 40, 33 years of my life telling everyone I was fine because I didn't think I had a right to feel the way I felt. I thought I was meant to suck it up and I was meant to deal with it Unt yeah. until funnily enough, till around about the time I met you and I went into recovery 
and I gave up drinking. <clears throat> and I found all these other dudes and dudettes and girls and women who really happily, openly talked about how they felt and feeling shit and feeling uh, unmotivated or sad or depressed or not confident in who they are or scared to open their mouth. or And then it just became second nature when I met you to talk about these things. And yeah. I realized I'd been feeling that all my fucking life. Yeah. You know, you said something early, early, early on. I'll never forget it. But you had said, the reason I'm still here is because of my children. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking, like, mm -hmm. how many other people in the world, like, not mm -hmm. just men, but mm -hmm. are like only here because of other people? Yeah. Like if there was, if you didn't have kids or they didn't have kids or mm -hmm. they didn't have a wife or whatever, a spouse, like they're just off themselves. Yeah. And <clears throat> you came up with the idea, like, let's get these people on the podcast and mm -hmm. like, Sure. Hope. Well, that brings us to let's talk about our guests, right? So, we have had no less than I think three or four separate suicides. Sorry to, sorry to. I know, like this is the kickoff for season four. <laughs> we decided to transfix ourselves on suicide, but it is the second day of the year, so let's do it. We've had yeah. a, a, a woman and three guys who came on, not at the same time, but over the course of the last three seasons. And there was one chap I remember who tried to kill himself with his kids downstairs. And he, he said, when you're depressed and you don't want to live anymore, when you're at the end, you're not thinking about the people you're going to leave behind. You're just not. Yeah. So it's the last thing on your mind. You're, you're on, the only thing you're trying to do is get the fuck out of living. I mean, I think I've been to the very depths at the bottom of the barrel and I definitely didn't want to go on but I'd never I think I was hoping the drink would see me off but I never had the balls to do like a like an like an overdose or a jump in front of a train or anything like that you know you've got yeah. to be at just the absolute darkest the darkest deepest place don't you think yeah you know I actually I still have and I don't talk about this one much, but like I had, I was in, in the height of, I like to call it my running and gunning days and doing mm. all sorts of nefarious shit. Mm. And I was so spiritually and emotionally just bankrupt. Oof. I had money, I had women, I had like tax free money. Sound like a proper and, criminal. I love it. <laughs> and I remember I was in this like really like super high end apartment complex down in Irvine, and I mean the you know like the giant ones that have like six pools. Oh yeah, and they're all you know, and they have like an, a store and you can just charge it to your like. Oh yeah, that's fun. Um, and I remember, and my my place was like, it was facing the courtyard. And so like the neighbors could see in mm. and I, I just, nothing happened. I was outside. I was like just living this fast and furious life. And I took a huge bottle of pills. Like I downed them all. And I just drank a whole bottle of whiskey. Mm. 
and I was alone Bloody and I woke hell. up in the hospital. Bloody hell. And they're like, hey, we're not going to 5150 you because, of course, I'm not going to say, like, yeah, I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Here's a 72 hour hold. No, I, but what had happened is somebody, some neighbor from across the way watched me do this, watched me fall and eat shit. Wow. And they called the, they called 911. Wow. Fuck. To this day, I don't know who it was, but wow. they were like, a neighbor called it in from across the courtyard. And you think that probably saved your life? Yeah. Fucking hell, dude. Isn't that crazy? When you look back on, <clears throat> when you look back on like those mental health crossroads where you were so, as you said, like emotionally and mentally bankrupt and you didn't care whether you lived or died. Can you recognize that person? No. I mean, I, I remember the thought I had before I did it where I was like, it wasn't like some deep, like, why God, why yeah. me? It was just yeah. like, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Yeah. I'm fucking over it. Yeah. And I didn't think once about my family and think once about my friends. Mm. I was just done. That's crazy. And now I look back and I'm like, I couldn't even fathom getting to that place. Right. It's amazing. Because I know you and me talk almost every day and you have bad days and I have bad days. But we talk through yeah. the bad days and we're like, oh, okay. <laughs> and we're like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks for the chat, dude. I could chat yeah. call you tomorrow. Not like, you know, <sighs> this has happened. So I'm going to go and drink two bottles of vodka and lie in a gutter somewhere, right? Which is how it used yeah. to be. It's amazing, though. Like we've, you know, yeah. the, the turnaround. So, <clears throat> one more, one more um, thing before we talk about. Before, I promise we're trying to get away from our first episode of the year being about <laughs> suicide. There was also a chap who was in the police force, and he'd that him and his unit had seen just some. I think he was in the fire. He was actually in the fire. Um, what do you call it here? Oh, yeah. We had two firefighters. And he'd seen some stuff and he'd seen some kids not get out of a fire. It was horrendous. He was so traumatized. He said that the culture is, you're good. Like, you're good? Yeah, I'm good. Like, next day, good? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. What are we having for lunch? What are we having for dinner? You just, do you know what I mean? You've seen yeah. a thing from a, from, a, from a horror movie that no one's meant to see. And then you get back to the station and everyone's talking about having meatballs for dinner or like, you know, and, and you're not sleeping very well because you're on watch and you're doing the night shift. He tried to kill himself. <clears throat> and, um, you know, he just needed someone to tell him that he, he was, he was, uh, he was allowed to feel the fucking trauma that he was feeling. And he, he, yeah. he, he it, it, there was such a culture and they're changing all that now. They're trying, but we've had, we had a, a few people from the police force on too. And they were like, they say they're trying to change the culture and they say that there's a therapist and they, they're like, that door's locked. There's no therapist there. Do you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, that's a tough one. And you saw some shit, didn't you? Cause you were used to work on the fucking ambulances, Kyle. Yeah. That's you know, traumatizing. The- the thing that really fucked me up recently, I would say, is 
I watched the 47 minutes of unedited video from the Hamas mm. attack. Great. This we're, this is a cheery one, isn't it? This is a cheery episode. <laughs> yeah. Well, why did you do that out of interest? I mean, I think it's important to do it. And I know a lot of people that did do it. That's the entire unadulterated kidnapping from the music festival, right? And then the, the parading of the dead bodies and... Uh, horrific yeah the kids the kids thing fucked me up uh, yeah. just because it was like right on you know my daughter is she's gonna be actually yeah she's gonna be four months in two days yeah um but she no it was i felt like i had a duty to like witness that mm. you felt like you had to my... put yourself through it to understand what other people were going through i mean i know i mean this is an interesting one for our listeners I know people that don't watch the news and, and don't click on those links and deliberately put their head in the sand because they'd rather not know about the suffering in the world because it affects yeah. them so badly. And I'm I'm always of the sort of, well, I don't know. I feel like we need to know what's going on in the world so we can understand the kind of the bigger picture. But it's interesting how different people deal with things differently, isn't it? Yeah. You and your 47 minutes of... Kidnapping. Right, so what I want to do now <clears throat> is turn this is turn this frown upside down. So the purpose of the podcast and the reason why Kyle and I are talking is we are about the journey, right? The Like the fact that you and I are still here are, are, is testament to being able to talk about the traumas, the experiences and the shit that we've been through. And so we've never had a guest on who didn't want to come on and talk about the positive, right? The whole purpose of or literally every single story we've had on has been the same. People want to come on the podcast to talk about, sure, a horrific event or a life-changing experience. But the reason why, and we don't drag them on the show, they come on the show. They want to come on the show. People now contact us to come on the show because they are ready to talk about what they went through and they're ready to tell their story to other people because that in it in turn helps people because we've had fucking hell dude. We've had, we've had some hor- horrific accidents. We've had a, a woman who was hit some black ice and, and hit a, a truck head on. We've had a chap whose car flipped over and got paralyzed. And it all sounds when you put this all, you add it all up and like this podcast sounds fucking horrific. What's wrong with these people? <laughs> but it's literally the opposite. I've had people come up to me and say, don't you get sad talking to all these people week in, week out about all these awful things? I'm like, sad? It's the complete opposite. It's the, these people are, for the most part, these people are happy. For the most part, yeah. the stories are positive stories. I find yeah. the, the podcast an entirely uplifting experience. Yeah. I mean, I would say they're happier than people who have, I maybe haven't gone through trauma yeah. or has experienced that much trauma. Yeah. And I think it's, God, it was Alexander Dumas and he said something like, the people that are able to feel the greatest joys have come from the greatest depths. Mm. Yep. We've had 
I'd say about 80% of our guests have said that. So they say something along the lines of, I don't, and I say this too, I wouldn't want to go back and experience those things again because I've been to hell and I got back. But knowing that I've been there, being able to put some perspective around all that and that I've come out the other side has allowed me to understand what being alive and living life is all about. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's pretty fucking cool, isn't it? Yeah, it is. What guests are we still looking for? It's been a COVID journey, man. What, what guests are we still looking for, Kyle? An alligator attack. Yeah. I'll even settle for a crocodile attack. I mean, at this stage, I'd, I'd settle for like a gecko. <laughs> 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 Just kidding. So, listeners, if you know anybody that's been attacked by a crocodile or an alligator, when Kyle and I started this podcast, I think we thought... It was going to be like people that have been mauled by a bear or fallen out of an aeroplane. Now we've had <laughs> we've had guests that have been in probably worse situations than that. But I think in our minds it was going to be more of these kind of like Guinness Book of Records style like events that yeah. happen to people. <laughs> but what we've what we've become as a podcast is a trauma recovery forum for everything and anyone to come and tell their story. So maybe, right. right? Isn't that amazing what we've created? Very, very proud of us, Kyle. Well, you know, it, it, the, the alligator thing started because of that movie crawl. We were talking about it. Yeah. You love that shit. Wasn't that like, was it in Florida? It's based in Florida. A flood hits. They think that's the worst of their trouble, but then the fucking killer alligators come in the floodwaters. Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, 100%. I was yeah. like, this is brilliant. <laughs> I was like, you're like trapped in your basement. It's flooding, so you're either going to like drown to death or get attacked by an alligator. <laughs> it <laughs> sounds like... like this is fucking great. It does sort of sound like how like most of my days used to go when I was like... <laughs> When I was like drinking too much and in a complete pickle, that's that sounds like a really good summary of like how my brain yeah. is working. It's like my brain is like caught in a flood, and now there's killer alligators coming my way. You know? Oh, yeah. This reminds me, and completely off topic. Are you going to see Night Swim? Yes, I am going to see Night Swim because it's a horror movie, and you know how I like horror movies. Yeah. It's people that buy a house and there's something in the pool, right? They fill up the pool because it was empty and they fill it up and there's a reason why the pool was empty because there's something in the pool. And then for our listeners, just to put a, a time stamp on where we are in the world, it's coming up to Oscar season. It's the 2nd of January, 2020. Yes, 2024, 2024, as you like to say, in the States. And um, Saltburn. Is the is the movie that's on everyone's lips right now? So if you haven't seen that, we're not that's a movie, re- we're not a movie review show. But if you want to see a good film, that's that's the one that's got everyone talking. And then, just to wrap up, we've got more of the same coming up on season four of Well That Fucked Me Up. We've got a nice long list of wonderful guests to come on and tell their stories, and again to tell their uplifting, positive stories of some really fucking hideous shit that's happened to them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I can't wait. 
So thank you to our listeners. Thank you to all of our guests over the last three years. And um, if you were expecting an episode with a guest today, well, you got two guests. One's Kyle and one's Luke. And we love you all very much. And we can't wait to get going. Season four. Thank you for listening. Did I miss anything, Kyle? No, no. Love you, man. Love you too, bro.